0: To our podcast, Two New Yorkers, a Thousand Opinions. My name is Pascual Cardone, and my irresistible co host is Evelyn Calleja. Hi, Evelyn. Good morning.
1: Hi, Pasquale. Oh, irresistible.
0: I know. I really wow. love this. I'm it.
1: loving your intros.
0: Well, you well, are How are you this
1: fine day, sir?
0: I'm doing very well, thank you. It's nice to be alive. It's a good yeah. day. Yeah. Very happy.
1: Good.
0: It's going to be nice weather here in Connecticut. So,
1: oh, good.
0: No, it's getting closer to spring every day. So, I'm very happy. Yeah. About it. So, it's all good. All good.
1: It's a little um, cool here in Florida.
0: Well, I mean, we're used to the coolness here, you know, but as long yeah. as it's not, I'm happy, it's all good. So, this is going to be dropping on uh, Wednesday, March 22nd. Can't yes. Another 10 days or whatever. Not even. Yes, yeah, so March 22nd, we have a few things to go over. Um, okay. three so no of them. It's a National Bavarian Crepes Day.
1: Bavarian Crepe? Yes. Doesn't Eric like to make that?
0: Or oh, it's the waffles?
1: He makes waffles.
0: He makes his waffles. So I guess on Wednesday, we're going to have to make sure we have some uh, crepes.
1: That's right. You better do that.
0: I will. On Wednesday,
1: I'm traveling. I'll be up in Boston. I don't know. Where can I get Bavarian crepes in Boston?
0: we are going to have to Google that one, I guess.
1: We'll have to Google.
0: All right. The next one is National West Virginia Day. It's the last state to be created from the first of the original 13 states. It's the 35th state to be admitted. Wow. Do we have anybody in West Virginia? Do you know anybody?
1: I don't know anyone.
0: All right. Not yet. You never know. You never know who's gonna. We listen. might
1: have an audience there. Did you check the stats?
0: No. Yeah, I did. We didn't have anybody. I didn't know if you knew anybody personally to convince them to listen to us. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Well, the last one is I love this one. It's national goof off day. Ooh, I do that anyway. every day. No, they even say it's an international one too. Instead of just national, it's international.
1: Oh, so international. international.
0: Relax, enjoy, and just goof off. Sleep, read a book, do what you want to do.
1: What happens is that's your usual day.
0: (laughs) Then every day is a good day for you. I'm a
1: goof off. Yeah. That's
0: it. That's it. So those are the three things we have to celebrate on Wednesday.
1: So there's only three. It's from hunger this day.
0: I know. That's it.
1: Nobody likes March 22nd.
0: I guess not. Maybe we should. that's the day we're going to have to pick for ourselves for uh, two New Yorkers.
1: That's right. Maybe we have, yes, spice it up.
0: (laughs) National
1: to New Yorkers, a thousand opinions day.
0: Yes. Love that. All right. So we're trying to do a guest host every month. Yes. I do have somebody on my end here in Connecticut that I would like to introduce to everybody. And if I may, can we go ahead and do it?
1: Yes. I'm very excited.
0: Okay. Here's a good friend of mine. His name is Monish. And he's here Hi, in, um, hello. in
2: Stanford, Connecticut. So say hello to everybody. Hi, everyone. It's great to be on this podcast.
1: Yeah. Wow. Monish, this is the first time we're meeting.
2: That's, yes, that's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. No. It's, wow. Uh, so
1: it's very exciting.
0: I've known Monish for a few months. How do you say the pronunciation of your name? Monish. 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 I say it differently. Monish. I always don't get it right.
1: So... Uh, how long have you been in Connecticut, Monish?
2: About ten years. I I moved here from California in 2012, and then stayed here for seven years. Moved away to Arkansas in 2019, and then I wanted to come back. Um, so it's been a great decision to come back. Still, so, been in Connecticut since 2012. Him and his family moved here when he was 12 years old from India, though. <clears throat> oh, a new life. That's
0: that's something to be said. You know, commended really.
2: Yeah, we came here. Um. For the first time in when I was in seventh grade, I was 12, 13 years old. And we've been coming here since 99. But my parents always wanted my brother and I to finish our high school in India. So we would just go back uh, for the school year. But we would come back every year and then spend the summers here. So we, when I graduated high school in 2006 is when I moved here for good.
1: Ah, very nice. So yeah. what's uh did when you you were young, you were a teenager. So how did you uh, adjust to, be, well, you knew the US very well, obviously. You'd been here every summer. Still yeah, was it, a big it adjustment were, from.
0: Yeah, yeah. What, that, what about the language? Did you learn English in India?
2: Yeah, oh. yeah we were, we were, we were. Bilingual, correct. English and Hindi was the is, is the national language. So we were born and brought up with two languages. And then we had a third language, which is a very family, familial language, if you will. Um, it's a dialect within the country. So, um, you know, my my ancestors, forefathers, our family, they would converse in that language. So you just pick up naturally as you grow up. Um, I'm sure my little niece, who's now two years old, she's gonna when she's gonna hear that language in the house, she's gonna pick it up as well. Ah. So language was not really a problem. It was more just the cultural acclimation, if you will, um, that was a little tough because you go through a complete culture change. You go through so many different things when you come to a new country, you go through identity crisis, you're trying to fit in. Uh, You don't really know much about the American sports or pop culture. I still don't know the sports and I lived here all my life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, me too. I'm 70 years old. I don't know about sports.
0: She looks fabulous. Doesn't she for 70? She does.
1: Oh, I said that because I knew you would say that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You had a cue card up behind you there.
2: (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been a 15 year adjustment still going. There are still sometimes moments where you kind of feel out of place, but uh, this is home and, you know, this is where the rest of my life is going to be. But, when i look back i think the beauty of all of this is the fact that you've had the best of two worlds um india is an amazing country with amazing people um very rich in culture and heritage so great values and and a lot of my upbringing was there so it's it's been it's been a fortunate thing to have the best of two worlds um at 35
1: yeah i love that yeah so yeah. i i'm puerto rican so i I was born here. I'm the only child that was born in the States. Um, so I grew up speaking both languages. And you're right. As a child, it's just a natural thing. You ease right into, it. you hear the language. That's, you know, that's it. Yeah. So. Um, you
0: brought up in, with Spanish in the house or did they speak both? No, parents?
1: mainly Spanish. Okay. Yeah. My parents wanted us to to speak Spanish, so they made sure we spoke it at home because they knew we'd be uh, exposed to English in school. And as children, you're little sponges. I know, Monish, you could probably attest to this. It is a second thing; it's a second muscle. My my knowing yeah. Spanish. As yeah. I get older, I do sometimes struggle. When I'm thinking, so if I don't think in Spanish, I mix up English words. But you so don't speak sometimes, it every day. Though. Pardon.
0: Don't speak it every day, Spanish.
1: I don't now. No, I don't practice. That's a, uh, something I lament. Yes, I wish I did.
0: Because he speaks it every day with his family, so he's not losing it. You know, his not brothers. Not
2: parents. Spanish, but Hindi. no, the Hindi, yeah, with yeah. the Hindi part. Yeah.
1: Well, that's excellent. Yes. But he also well, knows, since my parents are gone, we don't have... Uh,
2: you
0: don't talk it that much.
1: No. And my friends from Puerto Rico, they're there now. So we don't speak that often. And if, when we do speak, we're we're speaking mainly English.
0: English.
1: So my opportunity is when I'm in Spain every year.
0: Well, that's right. You speak it over there. Yes. Right. Well... He also spent time in Paris, so now he speaks French.
1: Oh, nice!
0: So a little bit, not yeah, early, not,
2: but yeah, you can get by. I can get by.
1: Well, during so, COVID, I took Duolingo and I did French. If you ask me one sentence, I don't remember anything.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Just went right in and out.
0: I know. But I want to learn the. Uh, I want to learn Italian though. With that, Duolingo. I also
1: did Duolingo for Italian. How'd that go? No, anyway, I- don't ask me
2: <laughs> anyway
1: but All so right. what do you do as a living monish if you don't mind my asking
2: yeah i'm a finance professional so i work um in the technology industry oh. um, yeah. and and don't be shy he's just getting
0: a new job he's starting it in uh, two weeks
2: yep he's going to be a cfo that's correct so
1: wonderful congratulations very
2: excited about that forum you know a lot of transition happening at this point in my life but just wrapped up my last job yesterday then i'm headed to vacation tomorrow and then i come back center myself ground myself and then i start my new role
1: where are you going on vacation
2: uh cayman islands
1: oh nice
2: yeah have you been i've never been to Cayman. i've
1: never been
2: well, Any, you know, we,
1: I've been everywhere else in the Caribbean.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I need a little, uh, it's been a busy couple months here in the year so far. So I need a little uh, kind of getting away and disconnecting and all of that. You need oh, to recharge. Yes. Everybody's doing that. Yeah. Enjoy it. Have a good That's time. That's
1: so stressful when yeah. you're changing jobs. Yep.
2: It is. But I guess. but it has been good. It's a good change. I'm humbled and grateful that I have this opportunity ahead of me. So I'm looking forward to it.
1: Well, we wish you a lot of luck. Really? Yes. yes. Good, good
2: luck to time. that yep
0: excellent all good all right well i don't think i have any other questions at the moment do you have anything to say
2: no just want to say thank you and good luck um i hope this podcast keeps going on and on and on so well, we'll now you know. you're going to tell all your friends in india i will <laughs> I yes will. please
1: <laughs> oh a, my I, god that would, would be surprise. so exciting so we we'll friends. get another country
2: yeah yeah absolutely happy to help we want to
0: be poster child for some country sounds good all right <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah, bye. Take it easy. Marissa. Nice meeting How's Manish. Going?
1: Thank you so much for being part of the show.
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: Thank you. Catch you later. Nice. Yeah, I always give people a lot of credit from coming, coming from another country and then just getting immersed here in our culture or vice versa, going somewhere else, especially as a young child. It's hard.
1: Well, as a teenager too.
0: You know, even though you come back every year, it's, yeah, it's just tough. Anyway. And speaking
1: Monesh and I have a lot in common. You do. Well, he's young for a CFO.
0: I know. He's I became
1: CFO in my 40s.
0: Well, he was goal, his goal was to do it by the time he got to be 40, because he wanted to be under that 40. Yeah. No, professional single or professional under 40. So he's very, very fortunate, really is.
1: Fantastic. Wow.
0: So speaking of people that go from one part of the of the world to another. Anything on your uh, friends? Megan?
1: Oh, I have nothing. I do have a Lisa Gossip. You want a Lisa Gossip?
0: Yep. I was just waiting. I thought I had to count. Oh, that was an Evelyn Gossip. Oh, Google. Yes. What is it?
1: Okay. Lisa Gossip. Let me try to find it.
0: But getting back over to the others while you're doing that, you know, they're suing the tabloids, your friends.
1: Oh, they are? They're not my friends.
0: They're, oh. I don't know what they are then. But anyway, they're suing the, uh, they're suing <laughs> the publications over in uh, Britain.
1: Really? Uh, For being so mean-spirited?
0: Yeah, they're just... They're saying that the publications wrote lies about them. And I just saw it this morning that Harry's talking about it being not for them personally, but for everybody else. I'm like, yeah, I love when people say that. It's not just for me. It's for everybody. You know, when you're the center of attention, whether you're a movie star, whoever you are, you always get good and bad publicity. That's what I think. Hmm. Did you find her Lisa gossip?
1: I did. It's an email. Oh, she this was actually last week. So she asked if we wanted to talk about the Oscars. We did talk about the Oscars. So She wanted to say, uh, she told a funny story about when she was living in Chelsea, she was watching the 1991 Oscars and Madonna was going to be on and she was dying to see her perform. Her Akita Sadie, 125 pound Akita Sadie had to go outside to pee. She took her out, and when she got back, of course, she missed the performance. That was before, you know, Hulu and all that. Right. So imagine she looked forward to that. Another fun read, she says, while at Starbucks, the actor Pedro Pascal ordered an ice quad espresso and a venti cup extra ice with six shots. Isn't that funny?
0: That it is. Actually. Do
1: you have a special order for your Starbucks?
0: I don't drink coffee.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: No, a teetotaler. Green tea. That's it. Why do you do Starbucks in Florida?
1: Well, no, I did it uh, when I was in New York, of course. You oh. know, I had my my uh, order was a one pump tall dirty chai no foam what's chai chai's tea
0: oh right okay
1: and a dirty chai means it's got a shot of espresso sometimes i ask for two shots of espresso
0: that really wake you up or make you
1: well it did me well with with pedro pascal six shots man
0: that's really like taking drugs
1: that's a lot of coffee
0: so like really buzzy you're buzzing after that
1: yeah when I was working in the city, I drank like five cups of coffee a day.
0: Regular coffee or decaf?
1: No, regular coffee. What's what, the point with this decaf?
0: I don't drink decaf. It doesn't bother. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't understand the whole premise. I know
1: you. are a tea boy.
0: Yes, but they take this the zap out of it. What do they take out of it the, when they make a decaf? They take the what out of it?
1: Like the caffeine. But the thing is that even decaf has a little caffeine in it.
0: Yeah, they can't get rid of it all, I would assume.
1: And tea has actually more caffeine than coffee.
0: You know, it's funny. People tell me to take decaffeinated tea at night, and I can't. At a certain point, it'll still keep me awake.
1: Really? Yeah, because it's try herbal tea, like, you know
0: i just literally stay away from it. I'd rather by 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, that's it. I don't want to. Yeah. Tea.
1: Like yesterday, we went to Crabby's to get have a little corned beef and cabbage. And nice. somebody next to us uh, was having an Irish coffee. And Eric said, oh, you want an Irish coffee? I said, no, you know. It was one thirty, two o'clock. I said, I can't. I'll be up all night. Forget right. it.
0: Yeah, no, it's not fun. No, not I can't do it.
1: 11 a.m. is it that's it the cutoff
0: 11 what 11 a.m.
1: to cut off any caffeine
0: really wow but you go to bed early then I mean like you do the 4:30 special at dinner why no I mean it's so
1: early at 11 a.m. well yeah but if I do it any later then the caffeine affects me Stop trying to make me an old lady. I saw <laughs> what you're doing there, four o'clock special. You better stop it, buddy. Eyes on you. Took a moment. I know. All right, we'll be good. Well, you know, I was wearing a pocketbook. I'm going to show it to you. See this pocketbook? It's a green pocketbook. Oh, did you wear and the same I haven't parties? worn it in years. So I wore it yesterday because it was all green. Nice. And this pocketbook. Has a Rumi saying, you know, Rumi, the poet, uh, the me- medieval philosopher and poet.
0: Can't say Rumi, I was talking about.
1: Are you? Am I? What?
0: I, I can't say I've been talking about him lately, but. Well, like.
1: some of the sayings are really very lovely. Okay. So here are two words you never thought you'd hear in one sentence. I'm going to attempt, and. Evelyn Wisdom. Ooh. Ooh. And the only reason I'm doing an Evelyn Wisdom this this week is because of my pocketbook. And the quote is friend, our closeness is this. Anywhere you put your foot, feel me in the firmness under you.
0: You know you got to repeat that one too.
1: Okay. Another a uh, repeat of Evelyn wisdom. Hello, friend. Our closeness is this. Anywhere you put your foot, feel me in the firmness under you.
0: What does that mean? You're wearing. That the... means
1: that our friendship is so.
0: It has to do with your feet.
1: No, honey. It has to do with your foot. The firmness as you put your foot down, you know how you feel the firmness of the ground. Right. That's what my closeness in our friendship is to you. That's what I want you to feel when you. My closeness to you is this. What? When you put your foot down, feel me in the firmness under you.
0: Like he's all over there. What? And it's like he's walking all over you.
1: No. (laughs) You know, maybe we have to go back to Sandra Gossip.
0: Yeah, I kind of like that.
1: All right. Sandra Gossip is the one we're sticking with. I told you this Evelyn Wisdom, not Sandra Gossip, Sandra Wisdom.
0: Okay. Did you take caffeine this morning?
1: Well, I haven't had any caffeine. (laughs) All right. Here it is for this week. Stand your wisdom. Dream big and reach for the stars because you still may land on the moon if you just try.
0: All right, I really wasn't listening. Could you do that again?
1: Oh my God. You got to let. Li- Are you listening?
0: Yeah. I Dream need to
1: big and reach for the stars because you still may land on the moon if you just try.
0: No, I got it. That See, I got that one. Thank That's you. That's
1: better than the one I gave you.
0: Oh, Marron, yours. <laughs> don't, don't put your day job.
1: Hey. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, anyway, that was Thank our you, Sandra, uh, Sandra Wisdom for this week. All
0: right, I got an Evelyn Google. Let me throw this one out there.
1: Uh-oh, Evelyn Google.
0: <laughs> What's the purpose of wearing socks to bed at night?
1: I don't do that, but I think, it's, think it's, it's to keep your, to your feet warm. Some people have cold feet.
0: Yeah. They say it helps to when you fall asleep faster at night.
1: Oh, the tightness around your foot?
0: No, don't keep it too tight for the circulation, but they just said wearing them makes you fall asleep faster, which I didn't know about that.
1: Oh, I would try that, but you know, my I get so hot, I can't do it.
0: All right, and I didn't know if you knew the whole answer on it.
1: No, see, another stumper. Well, sometimes I'll cream my feet like I'll do like a little pedicure. Right.
0: And then, and you then put I put cream them. and then You're I put manicured. white
1: socks on. Yeah.
0: Right. I've done that too. Just between you and I. Oof. I don't want everybody a to know. A man
1: with that. manicured feet. Lovely. You know. Could you talk to my husband?
0: The Norwegian.
1: The Norwegian. The about Viking.
0: They don't do that, the Vikings.
1: <laughs> no, they don't do pedicures.
0: No. Unless
1: I'm the one doing them.
0: But he won't go to the store to have it done.
1: We did it once in his whole life. It's never going to happen again. I don't think.
0: Didn't he like the how his toes looked?
1: No, I think he likes me to do it. Do it for him. Yeah, oh. but I think it was you know a whole room full of women. He, I just don't think he got into it.
0: Isn't there a salon for men down there?
1: No. My salon, they go come in and out. These, you know, Florida men, their feet are always naked. So I'm sure
0: down there, you think you'd do it more often because, yeah, you're a world of sandals and flip flops. Yeah. Keep those toes looking pretty. If only. If only. That's it.
1: So I've been watching an interesting show on Hulu. It's called Farmer Wants a Wife.
0: I've seen the coming attractions on that. Is that another reality show?
1: Yes. I yes, don't have I watched. Movie. Well, it's season one of the U.S. one, but they had seven season in Australia. You're
0: kidding! Oh my god! No,
1: I actually started watching the Australian one. It's very cute.
0: But it's still they find a find a husband.
1: Yeah, a they want. I mean, I can't even imagine. God, I wouldn't even date a guy who drove a gremlin. Imagine a farmer. No,
2: that's but not going to
1: happen. A
0: farmer's got muscles. A gremlin guy, what does he have? Nothing.
1: Nothing. Bad taste in cars. But a
0: farmer guy, he's going to have the muscles from working in the fields all day.
1: Yeah, but when you get up in the morning, all you smell is animals. No.
0: Well, that's why they have Lysol.
1: Well, I would marry a farmer if he had a mansion far away from the animals that i wouldn't have to smell the horses or the cows or their manure
0: you just want a man with a cowboy hat and boots
1: look it's not a bad thing or did that make me terrible
0: (laughs) no just read
1: read my t-shirt
0: suck it up buttercup
1: yeah (laughs) i
0: love the suck it (laughs) up
1: That's my t-shirt for today. So anyway, that farmer wants a wife is hilarious. I can't imagine needing to have a guy so bad. Be- well, look at the bachelor needing a man so bad. You, you put yourself through that
0: with dirty yeah, women. It's, humiliating, dude. it's demoralizing, but I'm yeah. still waiting to see the senior one.
1: Oh no, I'm not watching that. Alta is in a hot tub. No, oh, you, you know, know you how I feel lie. about hot. I have a question for you.
0: Uh-oh.
1: How are you, where do you stand on the question of jerky? Beef jerky? Well, you know, they even have jerky stores. I've never eaten it. Me neither. My whole life did I have one taste of jerky.
0: Pray to God, nothing passed through my lips jerky.
1: Although I lie because our friend Ong, he's from Thailand and he's a fantastic cook. And he does make this beef thing, I think. Officially, they're jerky. It is delicious. But when we were traveling to North Carolina, South Carolina, to see my nephew, there's a new big thing called Bucky's. you know what Bucky's is? It's uh, a TV
0: show on that uh, 60 Minutes or something. Somebody did an episode on Bucky's. The yeah, story it's uh, uh,
1: like a. Uh, what is it called? It's a chain. Like, you know, when you're traveling, you step there, get gas. Right. So their stores are really fantastic. And they're, they, they make these delicious sandwiches with pulled pork. Oh, delicious. Anyway, when we went there, they had an entire huge wall. I'm not talking a little wall. I'm talking like a big mall thing. The huge wall was all jerky. Jeff, you in your whole life, how much jerky could you possibly need?
0: What are the different flavors of jerky?
1: Apparently, there's turkey jerky. <laughs> Say that five times with a straight face. Turkey, turkey jerky, beef jerky, there's buffalo jerky, there's, you know.
0: Squirrel jerky?
1: Oh, can you imagine? I'm sure well, that somewhere there's squirrel jerky.
0: Oh, God. I
1: have to look at the book, the. The cookbook you gave me,
0: but is jerky made from real animals?
1: Yeah, it's it's a dehydrated like, meat. Oh, pieces of meat.
0: Yeah, I mean, for those that love it, enjoy it, but no, I don't really.
1: Yeah, gag isn't hay. I'm not. That's not going to be me. Uh,
0: no, move it on. Not worth it.
1: But, so, talk know. about St. Patty's Day. You had a you had a uh, dinner party.
0: Yeah, it was the first time since I moved and uh, with the separ- you know, the divorce and everything, um, I had with five of us for dinner. I've only just had two people at a time, but it was nice to have a little dinner party. It was nice. Like it was a lot of fun. Made the corned beef and cabbage. And uh, my good friend Tom uh, and Jordana, they made uh, the Irish soda bread. So uh, that Ooh. was delicious. And we had our, our wine and beer. It was a lot of fun. It was a good night. I'm and sorry. You love like,
1: entertaining.
0: It was. It brought back memories and just, you know, it was a good night.
1: That's nice. Your little apartment is getting that good friend karma. Yes.
0: Yes. It was really a lot of fun. But I'm sorry you were a little bit out of the out of it for your St. Patty's.
1: Yeah, thing. you know, this whole nausea thing is still hanging on.
0: How are you doing with the drinking?
1: Well, I only had uh, two beers. I had a Guinness. We had to go to another place because Krabby's doesn't have Guinness on tap. Oh. They had it in cans. And I said to Chris, our friend who was tending bar, I said, "You could, I wouldn't be able to show my face at O'Brien's pub in Toledo, Spain, if I drank a Guinness out of a can. This wouldn't happen.
0: So then you moved to another bar.
1: Well, yeah, we went to another place. We met our friend, Sandy, and they had Guinness on tap. So I had a proper Guinness, yeah.
0: Good to you. If you're going to do it, do it
1: right. That's what I'm saying. I love Guinness.
0: Good. I don't like it. It's too heavy.
1: I know. Well, our pub in uh, South Orange, in Maplewood, it's called St. James Gate. It was a pub, Uh restaurant. And they listed their Guinness under desserts. Isn't that funny?
0: Oh, my gosh. That is funny. That is funny.
1: All right, my friend.
0: All right. Well, listen, thank you, everybody, for listening to us this week.
1: Thank you, everyone. As always, it's great to to be with you on a Wednesday. Yes. Ciao, y'all.
0: Bye. Love you all. Ciao, ciao.
1: Love you, too. Bye, Pasquale.
0: Bye.